Run it up, baby. You ready? Let's get this money. My name is Dom. My name is Isaac. And this is Street Ball episode 26. Before we start, we got a lot of good stuff on the plate. Been gone for two weeks, so got a lot to cover. Make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Life Podcast Network channel. Turn on your notifications. Ring that bell. All right. NBA to start off with, like always. John Morant makes his long-awaited return last night. And he started off with a bang, to be honest. Scored 17 points. Uh, five uh, bench, 17 points off the bench, five assists, and one nasty poster, as you see right here, just came back straight from suspension and kind of picked off where he left off. Uh, what do you think about his uh, performance last night, Deez? Bro, that's exactly what he did. He picked up where he left off. This is a, this is a special talent right here, and the dunk he just had out the gates is one of is going to be an iconic dunk. He has the most iconic dunks to ever be in the NBA. And John Moran is that. I respect what he's done out the gates. I, he's like a mix of Allen Iverson and Derrick Rose to me, honestly, because AI, AI early in his career was, you know, he got some dunks, but he's, he's kind of little. He's like that. You see, you see John coming off, off the floor after the game. Um, like, like I said, picking off where he left off, like nothing happened. Um, so I'm really happy for Ja. He had some he had some real turbulence there, but it seems like um, he said exactly what he said. He didn't really have any problems except for dealing with stress and coping with things like that. So I'm really happy to see him um, get back the way that he's getting back. So hopefully uh, he continues to ramp up and continue to play at all-star level. Um, on a worse note, Dylan Brooks, he's, uh, he's racking up the technicals gets suspended again and cannot seem to stay away from controversy. Um, you want to take right here. You see, you see his dunk right here. He gets the tech, like talking to the whole bench right there. I just, this guy needs to shut up, bro. I, I'm sorry. Like you talking about Draymond, this, that, and the other, uh, you might be a better offensive player than Draymond, but you're not the focal point of the team and you're making it about yourself. What do you think about this? I don't know, man. You must be angry. You must be just angry. He's been talking. He's just been going at it with everybody. He, he must have a chip on his shoulder or something. But I mean, I mean, if you get suspended, don't you get fined? Just no, you just game. don't get. You don't. I, I don't think you get paid for that game. Oh well, he better get yeah. on top of it. Yeah, because the way it works is, is every time you get a technical foul, you get fined, like twenty thousand dollars or something like that. But once you receive the 16th technical, from that point on, every time you get a technical foul, you get suspended and you lose your game check. So that's a lot more than $20,000 he's losing every time he doesn't play a game. So honestly, from my perspective, this is advice from anybody. Stop messing up your money, bro. Just shut up. No, just shut the hell up, man. But um, hey, are the Memphis, are the Grizzlies in uh, the playoffs? They're currently second or third in the West. My next question to you was, do you think in spite of all this controversy, do they still have a chance to really contend in the Western Conference? What do you think? It's impressive that they, they've made it this this far and this this deep with all the BS they got going on. But, I mean, that's – hey, Brooks better get on his shit because if, if they make a playoff run and, and he gets a technical and he has to miss the next game, that's bad. He's 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 an important piece to that team. No, so. no. He better get his shit no right. No question. I, I was going to agree with you, but I don't know. They're a young team, man. I I just I don't think they can 
navigate through all this and still win, especially because they have so much youth. They got rid of uh they don't have Danny Green anymore, who was uh who was uh the you know the the veteran in the room. Steven Adams is a veteran, but he hasn't won anything. I just don't think they can make it through this, but we'll see. Um moving on. We missed we missed some good stuff over the break. Uh Pau Gasol got his jersey retired, put in the rafters. Um March 8th. Um for the Lakers, um, he was Kobe's running mate in their two championship uh, runs in 2009 and 2010. Um, you see him and Kobe were, you know, like brothers, kind of like uh, kind of like me and Isaac are, you know, uh, went through the fire together, uh, grew up together, um, really were, were the last, you know, consistently good Lakers team, I think. Um, so I think this was I think this was well deserved, man. What do you think? Big time that that run they had, it was like Batman and Robin, bro. Like it's a beautiful thing to see um, his jersey get retired and put in the rafters right next to Kobe's. It was super emotional too. My 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 thing is this: it's it's emotional for me because you know I you know we know that everything is not what it seems in the media, but it seems like him and Kobe actually were really close, um, and he's been. He's been an integral part of you know the rest of Kobe's family since Kobe passed, and to see them take this step and put a, put his in the rafters, and also sounds like he's going to be a Hall of Famer this year as well. Um, I, I guess I guess the the next question is is we're going to talk we're going to we're, we're trying to figure out how legendary was this team and their run Kobe Kobe and Kobe and Powell, Derek Fisher, Lamar Odom. How legendary was this team, in your opinion? I think it was one of the greatest. Like, honestly, in these times, I think the NBA was the most just fun to watch. Just that that matchup with the Celtics and Lakers. Like, that was just I, – I think so. I, I loved watching the NBA at those times. It was like – it was the last uh, – I mean, listen, I love the NBA nowadays, but it's it's more set up for entertainment purposes, right? Uh, this was like, I think this was the last era where dudes are really putting it out on the line every night and playing for more than just, you know, like, I, I think guys turn it on and play for championships. Right. But we see this load management era guys playing for more than just, oh, wins and losses. Right. We, we are in this branding era and personal brand and things like that. I feel like we got away from this. So I really cherish this era because it was like. The last, like I was, I was coherent, and I can, I remember this, and I can understand basketball. This is like the last era where I feel like it was truly pure. You know what I mean? Oh, super pure, sure. Now they was going at it, the OGs, man, the OGs. <laughs> no question, man. But you know, a shout out to Pal. You know, I, I, I seen some slander about this on Twitter, and I really don't understand it. Pal's well deserved of this honor, especially being a Hall of Famer. He should be in the Raptors. He should be in the Raptors for the Grizzlies too. I don't know if he is or not, but he should definitely be on that pedestal as a Hall of Famer, as a legendary player. So shout out to Powell. All right. Um, a more grim side. Uh, you know, L- LA is a center of the NBA most of the time, besides New York. And we've had some key injuries in LA. First and most recent, we had Paul George uh, two nights ago go down with a pretty, it looked like a pretty bad injury. Uh, I didn't even I, I couldn't even bear to watch it until now. Uh, looks like he hyperextended it. Um, 
but it looks like it's not going to be as bad as he thought. Two to three weeks out for Paul George for the Clippers. Now they're teetering. Oh, being my God. Yeah, bro. It looked really bad. And I couldn't watch it, especially, you know, uh, Paul George had another gruesome injury uh, five, ten years ago where his bone actually came out of his skin. Um, so I couldn't bear to watch it now. It wasn't that bad. But given this this injury at such a pivotal time, do you, what are the Clips' chances of actually staying in the playoff field? I don't think they'll slide out of the playoff altogether, but do you think they can stay in the playoff field or do you think they're going to slide into the play-in? I think they'll stay in the playoff field for sure. I think they got enough enough pieces to to be smooth on it. But, I mean, Paul George is a big – it's a big loss, man. That's a big-time player. That's a big-time scorer. He's, he's a savage. Like, you need him. You need him back ASAP, Rocky. Don't forget about it now, too. Norm, Norm Powell's injured as well. Um, Russell Westbrook, you know, we know Russ very well. Um, I don't know, man. I I can't call this one, to be honest, because I've seen – I've seen crazier things happen. We're going to talk about the Lakers next. But, you know, I feel like this is karma, man, honestly. I don't want to see anybody getting injured, but they load manage most the most – they load manage the most in the league. And I don't agree with that. I think these type of things happen at the worst times because the basketball gods are watching. That's what I think. That's fair. You got to put that – you got to put that blood, sweat, and tears in, bro, to really take the whole dub and take the whole – Win the whole deal. You gotta put your, you gotta put your life on the line, man. You gotta risk it all, Damo. No question. But to to go further on that, we we just been watching the Lakers made some great moves at the trade deadline. We got LeBron right when right after the All Star break, hurting his foot, not needing surgery, has been out uh, ever since. The Lakers have been staying afloat, staying around the eighth to the tenth spot in the West in the play in. Uh, LeBron said to come back the last week of the season to play like the last three or four games. Do you think that the Lakers can stay afloat long enough to stay in that playing field? Only two games back of the sixth spot to get squarely into the playoffs. But do you think they can hold it together long enough to for LeBron to come back? You never know. The, you never know with this damn team. They don't put us through the blender, bro. But, but if Austin Reeves is doing what he does and players are stepping up like this, hey, Never know. They could probably probably hold on until LeBron gets back. Speaking speaking of Austin Reeves, you had the perfect segue for that. Austin's been blossoming lately. Um, a few nights ago, scored his career high thirty five points in a win for the Lakers. Next game, came back out, scored twenty five points again, and dropped a career high eleven assists. You see, like Hillbilly Kobe is out here absolutely balling out. First yeah. off, I already. Was that- I already got a haircut and he just started balling. I, I guess he got a fresh cut. Bro, the fresh cut gives you superpowers, right? <laughs> you feel untouchable with a fresh cut, man. You go, man. I remember before Dog. my game day college, I was getting a fresh one. I'd be getting a Bro, first, first it was the chicks in uh, courtside for Austin Reeves, and now it's the fresh cut. He's just he's just evolving in front of our faces. Um Speaking of that, we've seen them. I feel like he has more of these um, performances more and more as we go. What do you think his ceiling is? Do you think, like, and I'll give you levels. Starter in the NBA. Um, second option, all-star. Do you think that he can rise to that all-star level in his career? 
man, I, I pray to God the Lakers always like build somebody up and then just send them away. So I mean, I don't know, man. What's we'll I think he has the ability. Yeah, he, I mean, he's different. He's a different type of player, and and people love him. So I, I think he could become that for sure. What about you? You know what, man? He's got the skill set. Um, you know, there's there's a lot left to be desired on the defensive end, but he's solid. But like, bro, he just his bag is limitless, and you see, he dropped 11 assists the other day. He can pass. Yeah. He can make leads. He can do all he that. Got- he got so much swag too, like the way he plays. Like he looks so confident. Like he's just like, it's different, man. It's something fun to watch. Look at him. He's just comfy out there with the one hand passes, just doing what he does. He belongs. No, I agree, man. Um, worst comes to worst, I'll say this. This is a gem that the Lakers settled on and got. I don't believe I, I think he went on drafted. We put him in the G League two-way contract to begin with. This is somebody the Lakers. If you guys are watching this, you guys need to make sure you do whatever it takes to hold on to Austin Reeves. I don't care. Because we let go of Alex Caruso. We did. And Caruso, he's proven to be less than, you know, less than impressive at in Chicago. He's been okay. But I really think we found somebody here and we need to keep him by any means necessary. Yeah. I mean, I hope, man. I hope he keeps he keeps killing because I need the. I want the. I want to see the Lakers win. I'm tired of them struggling. Me too, bro. Who you you preaching to the choir, bro? We ain't been consistent in 13 years since Kobe and Powell. Plain and simple, without. We ain't been consistent in 13 years. We need we need some staples, and LeBron's our leader. AD's our leader, but um, we obviously we need those pieces like Derek Fisher and Lamar Odom. He can be that third option like that on those dynasty teams so i really hope that we figure that out regardless of what may happen um all right man moving on we're back to favorite segment nba elite feet i love analyzing these things you know we we got a good lineup this week nothing crazy um there's some there's some good setups first and foremost dame pulls out another colorway that is just absolutely crazy for these dame eights pdx floor right here now, people that people that know that have been to the Portland airport, they have a distinct, um, like a distinct uh, pattern that's on the carpet, and these these shoes are made an in inspiration of that. PDX has probably like it's crazy to talk about this, but they probably have the best carpets in America as far as airports go. What do you, you think know, about that? You know, it's crazy to talk about. I, I never knew that. Like next time if I'm at that airport, I'm looking at the carpet the whole time because I want to see the design. Bro, they they had a really cool setup before. They recently just changed the carpet. So he actually had some, um, yeah, shout out to those car- carpets, Jay Dilmatic. Hey, it's crazy what these guys use as inspiration for shoes. But there's actually like a Dame 4, I believe, that was uh, inspired by the old carpets. And this is the updated version. I really like, obviously you got the patterns, but the accent of purple. Now, now um, I got man, you, when you was walking through the airport, were you like looking at the floor and then you just was like, oh, that's what I saw on the carpet? No, you know what's crazy? The reason why I started noticing that is because um, Adidas Nations 2016. Remember, remember it was black and it had all the colorful accents on it? That yeah. was inspired by the Portland Airport. Ah. Yeah. So I, I, I think I had been to the Portland Airport once before that. But the next time I went, I noticed that all these accents are from the Portland airport. 
And this is exactly, this is inspired by the same thing, just the updated version. That's dope. That's really yeah. dope. It's different. Carpet. Shout, shout out to Dame for thinking out of the box and, you know, rep in Portland, bro. Like, he's really, he's really down with Portland. I really mess with oh, that. No, he's he's too down. He's a, he's going to live and he's going to go out in Portland, man. He, he's going right. to the bottoms fall out, all that. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Next one. We got some really cool, you know, Zion's not playing right now. So Paolo is taking the wings and started his own Zion 1 PE inspired by his peewee football team, the Rainier Rebels. I really like these, bro. All black with accent of neon green. The I'd wear these all day. Well, those are tough. I actually seen those in person. Those are those are really nice. Uh, I love like the neon glow, like the green kind of shines in neon. Mm -hmm. This is a dope shoe, man. Is is and I love Zion's logo. I don't. You can't really see it right there on the tongue, but the logo is dope. Zion's logo is hard, bro. You know what? I, you know what I love on shoes, and I and I realized it right now. The strap on the toe. That strap, like the little strap, the Paul Georges, the KDs that had these in the past. Every time somebody puts a strap across the toe like that, it usually works out. No, that's that, that's true. That's facts. I mean, is the strap for like, it's more for like design, right? It's not really used for the actual, does it actually help? Nah, it's not holding anything down. It's just, it's just there, but it looks so. Yeah, no, nah, you're right. You're right about that. Hey, on another note, Jordan, Jordan was missing for a long time. They got two in a row right now, the Tatums and the Zions. Dope shoes. So oh, no, I got to give them the flowers. No, shout out to them. The Tatums are nuts. I actually love the Tatums. And you know you know, we're Adidas guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got my subscribe on right now all day. If, if we're saying we love some new school Jordans, they must be like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Moving on to a simpler silhouette. We got Kobe White wearing some Dame 7 parental advisories. Now look at this. These ones are solid. What I love about these is you can wear them with any uniform. You know how dudes are these days. It's just showing your it's just showing your uh your personality when you put these on. Oh, I'm 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 seeing red. I'm coming, I'm coming for heads. Yeah, that's fire. I like that shoe. I mean, everybody, a lot of hoopers nowadays will rock a bright red shoe with whatever uniform they got. It just looked dope. I don't know if the color red is just like you said, it's just on some. You're like a bull. No Go question, bro. So, uh, the, you know, these ones are more simple. I like the next ones better because they're they're original. Tyrese Halliburton out here rocking a mashup of the, of the Nike LeBron Zoom Generation 1s and the Kobe 6s. Now, when we zoom in on this one, you'll see it's kind of like a Kobe, but it's mixed up with those Zoom Generations. I love the creativity of these. Um, I don't know how quality they are. They look like they're they're just uh, Kobe's um, painted like the LeBrons, but I really like this. This was an out of the box design, and I really like this one. Yeah, no, I like these a lot. They look comfy. I like the low tops, and yeah, look, it looked like a comfy light shoe, bro. These th these are Kobe's. They're just painted. Oh sh! Like you got the Nike Zoom Generations, um, mm -hmm. the, the first LeBrons. And they mashed it up with the Kobe's, Kobe sixes. Uh, okay, yeah, that's different. I'm gonna, yeah. That's well, they're really Kobe's. They're just they're just they're just uh, painted in a different way. Okay. I really like these. Yeah, that's, Tyrese that's has been on our show three times with customs like these, and he just keeps 
he, he doesn't disappoint. He, he, he probably has a good creative mind and he knows what he's going for. So I really appreciate these. You got shoe game. That's for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Lastly, I don't like these shoes, but I like the full circle moment. Russell Westbrook wears his first colorway of his signature shoe, OKC edition versus the OKC Slender. Now, once again, I do not like these shoes, but I love the full circle moment of him wearing his first signature shoe against his first team. Yeah, the meaning behind it is as dope as ever, but yeah, these are uh, uh, gooey. <laughs> <laughs> bro, funky is the right word, bro. You can wear, the, these are still toe boots, bro. You can wear these in a warehouse. They're OSHA compliant. You can wear them and you and you could drop a two-ton boat on your foot and you, you'll you be straight. I don't, I don't know how he plays basketball in these. <laughs> hey, man, they look hefty from the back, boy. You look like can, I'm surprised he's jumping like that in those because, God, Lee. Man, that boy is powerful, dog. I'll tell you what. Like, yo, if he, didn't, if he wasn't wearing these heavy shoes, he'd probably have a 55-inch vertical. All I'm saying is if I'm an athlete – I mean, let me let me chill out because these dropped a while ago. But like, if, if somebody drops a shoe for me, I'm gonna let you know these is ugly. That <laughs> is what it is. But we just talked about how Jordan's been missing on shoes, and they finally getting it right. They were they definitely missed on these. Daniel just asked us a question: the Murrays or the Westbrooks? I'm rocking the Westbrooks. I'm rocking the Westbrooks. <laughs> uh -uh. Hey, this, guy, this guy always finds a way to bring these back on the show. I, I, I do not want to see these again ever again. And he finds a way to bring these back up. I, hey, I'm never wearing these shoes ever. Oh my god! We got, got the Buddy Lee denims on the back. I'm not doing it. I rock some Payless shoe source uh, uh, hoop kicks in the clearance rack before I do that. Bro, you might as well wear Shacks. Let's be real. I'm wearing the Shacks. <laughs> that is god awful. All right, all right, guys. Let's move on from this one, man, because this just got out of control. What's your favorite yeah. shoe out of all those? What's your favorite shoe? I'm going with the I'm going with the uh, probably the Apollos, honestly. No, I'm going with the Dames PDX Floor. Love it. Thanks, PDX Floor. I'm gonna go with the Dames only because of the whole carpet story and how you caught on to that. Like that was super creative to me. So yeah, rocking with the Dames. PDX Floor. Next time you guys are in Portland, make sure you guys look at the accents at the airport because. <laughs> Get those off my screen, man. It's off my screen. Let's move on. Let's move on to the NCAA. We got some big Sweet 16 matchups this weekend. But first off, we want to talk about an inspirational story. Keontae Johnson, former Florida player, uh, suffered from athlete's heart. He collapsed in the middle of the game, and everyone was telling him to quit basketball. And he had a $5 million insurance policy. And instead of, instead of uh, quitting, he actually continued to – chased his basketball dream, transferred to K-State, won Big 12 Player of the Year, and now has his team squarely in the Sweet 16. Big time story. This story is inspirational, bro. Super Never star turned down $5 million after spending three days in a coma. A Florida Gators basketball player collapsed on the floor during a live game in 2020. His name, Keontae Johnson. After the incident, Keontae was rushed to the hospital, where he was in a coma for three days. Friends and family faced the unknown, but miraculously, he woke up and not too soon after was cleared to play basketball again. 
the Gators did not want to risk having him back on the team. So the NCAA gave him a life-changing option, where he could quit basketball right then and there and take a $5 million settlement. But Keontae chose to bet on himself and declined the offer. Fast forward to last weekend, where he led his Kansas State team to the Sweet 16 by hitting a crucial shot against Kentucky. Keontae Johnson proves just why you should never stop betting on yourself. Hey, that's a crazy story, but I'm not going to lie to you. I'm taking the $5 million. I'm taking the $5 million. <laughs> Hey, bro. Hey, it's really hard. It's really hard to pass that up. I'll tell you that. But regardless, though, maybe, Shoot. Bro, regardless though, man, this this is like never give up right here. Like he he's you've been playing basketball your entire life and you have a scary moment, but it really shows his love for the game. Like he could have taken that. There's a lot of guys out there, me and you both know, that play basketball because they're fit and they're good at it, but they don't really love it. So this really is a testament to show how much he really loves playing this game. And I respect it, bro. Yeah, I pray he gets drafted, he goes to the league, and he makes $5 million at least. I pray that. Inshallah, inshallah, bro. Inshallah. Yeah, okay. Yo, <laughs> speaking of that, man, we got we got a lot of good matchups this week. Uh, notably tonight, Uselli versus Gonzaga, the rematch. Last time these guys faced against each other, it was a final four buzzer beater by Jalen Suggs from half court to send the Zags to the national championship game. And tonight you see you see Jalen Suggs in the front right there and Johnny on the floor, Johnny Juzang, Magic Boy. This one is going to be an epic matchup. I really can't wait to see it. Who you got? Gonzaga has time to do something. Bro, I remember this. This, this makes my stomach sink. We were at the crib, and we were going crazy, and we thought it was going to double OT, and then this happened. Oh, this was crazy. I remember this. I was crying like a baby. I ain't going to lie to you. But, um, yeah, you know what? Honestly, I'm nervous, man. I don't know who's going to take this one tonight, man. I obviously want UCLA to get it, but I don't know. It's going to be a crazy fade. I'm excited to watch it. That's all I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I don't know who's gonna take this one, bro. I got UCLA all day. A clap, baby. We going. We, bro. We don't. We're not playing with all that. You know what it is. We Gucci roll every game over there. We got to stand behind our troops, bro. I hate to say it. I, I don't mean to be biased over here, but you say that all the way. And J Rock's at home, nursing his Achilles. They gonna win this one for J Rock. All right. I think J Rock in Vegas actually. He's out there. Regardless, they're gonna do this for J Rock. Inspiration. Okay. All right. We got we got some other tab matchups on tab tonight. Michigan State versus Kansas State. Arkansas, UConn. Funny story behind the UConn. Let's talk about it after this. Uselli Gonzaga. We got another one. Um, not exactly sure who it is right now, but what's your favorite matchup of the day? Besides obviously Uselli Gonzaga. You know, I'm gonna go Kansas State because of Keontae's story. You know, now I want to follow his journey. I want to see what he does. Bro, I want I want to see Mus take a shirt off. Like, not because, like, you know. <laughs> hey, that um, was crazy, bro. He does that every time, bro. So I'm looking forward to this Arkansas-UConn matchup. Arkansas wins. Mus going to run around the floor like a crazy man with a shirt off. I want to see that. All right. Funny thing about UConn, too. They're in Vegas as well. Uh, the winner of that game plays the winner of UCLA Gonzaga. UConn was originally Stan the Luxor. You know the Luxor. 
Oh my they, God, the looks. They checked in, they checked into the hotel and immediately asked to be put to another place. Why, they just didn't like it? Yeah, bro. Hey, Why, you know, Luxor. Luxor grimy. I, lo I love it, but. Hey. hey, we were just in Luxor Pac-12 for a week and a half. Like I know, but you know, then you know just as well as anyone else that it's grimy in there. Oh, it's ghetto. <laughs> Bro, it really should be in Old Town Vegas, bro. But it's right in the middle. Of, it's right in the middle of everything. Yeah, no, they need to. They need to redo the rooms. It's not easy. It's definitely. It's definitely an Old Town Vegas hotel, though, or or a strat. It should be by the stratosphere. It shouldn't be Wait, next to them. They couldn't like in the. Aren't they in the Sweet Sixteen? They couldn't go to like Mandalay or something like that. Hey, the NCAA tournament put them there. That's disrespectful. Yeah. Well, Hey, if I'm the coach, I'm hot too. You got me winning all these. Like, what? I'm, what? I'm making you all this revenue. I got the whole world watching this shit, and you got me in this nasty hotel and all my players in here. But bro, you know what that tells me? Hmm. They're not grimy. They losing tonight. Arkansas winning. Ooh, hey, I respect that. <laughs> you worried about the hotel room? You should be worried about the X's and O's. Exactly, bro. Regardless of the matter, though, tonight's gonna. We got a slate full of games. Are gonna be crazy. So make sure you guys tune in tonight. NCAA tournament sweet 16. It's gonna be a battle at every game. Right? Isn't there a game going on right now? It might be, but we got our show, so let's figure this out. <laughs> uh make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Life Podcast Network channel and turn on your notifications. Ring that bell. All right. The main event. We just had a really good King of the Court matchup. Um, big chance, Drenko and Fombi. Now, once again, I ain't never seen Fombi play until now. But this one was a battle. Talk to me, Isaac. Man, I was I was shocked in these games, man. I was really impressed. I haven't seen these guys uh, hoop. But, hey, this was iconic. The intensity was up. These dudes were going at it. Big bodies right here. You can see uh, Big Chance and Draco. Uh, Big Chance, hey, man. Big Chance came with that work. Big Chance really came at Draco. Um, he was showing the layup package, shooting jumpers. Draco was hitting jumpers. Man, you can see it right here. Big Chance came to make that money, boy. Hey, you should have seen the interview, Damo. Uh, Big Chance was talking mad, mad shit. <laughs> you know, I watched this one at the office, but I had to turn the turn the sound down, so I couldn't couldn't really take in what was what was being said. But you know, we've seen Big Chance in the past. He's he's always plays with attitude and grit, so I'm not surprised that he that he came with that heat during interview time. Yeah, no, nah, he was, he was, he was geeked up this game. I think he got tired after they went for twenty five minutes, so he was, he was pretty gassed. Mm -hmm. But hey, he, he battled, man. This, this one was a good, this, this first game right here. I like this one. This one was tough. It went at it. So, oh, it paused a little bit. You know, I, I'm always really impressed with these guys and you know their level of skill because you, you know, know look, look at them. You see Charles out there. Uh, <laughs> I'm always impressed. Oh my God. Oh my God. Game two. Game two. We got Draco and Fombi. Mm -hmm. We got Draco and Fombi. Um, hey, man. Fombi. Fombi impressed the hell out of me. I became a fan. Fombi came out with that package, man. He, he was showing everything the one leg jumper. Look at the footwork. His footwork was incredible. I, I haven't seen footwork like that from anybody in a, in a king of the court. Um, Oh, Fami's from Frigafam. 
I'm a, I'm a Frigga. fan. Friga got some hoopers, dog. Hoopers. No, real talk. We got a slew of them. It's crazy. I love it. Yeah, but Draco came in this game and uh, they found me some issues, man. I was I was surprised with this because Big Chance gave him the business. So I was kind of like, and they played for 25 minutes. He, he was gassing. He still fought through and took the dub. I was a big time dog. Last game, Chauncey versus Fomby. What, what um looks like Fomby came out here and, and just battled. Came came out and wasn't taking no names. Just just played, and Big Chance taking the game, taking the game off, and it really showed right here, right? Yeah, but I don't understand how Fomby had the balls to take these one legged jumpers, and and still pulled out the dub. He still pulled out the dub. Bro, God. this is crazy. Bro, this is nuts. Oh, look, look. <laughs> Big Chance was trying to hit him back with the one leg. Like, no, don't do that. Fami was like, we're not doing that. Let me hit no. you. No. Fade away. Bro, Dang. okay, so Fami, Fami, uh, Fami forced the king of the court. And who ended up getting this W, Isaac? Fami. Fami got the dub. And then, uh, bro, this was the king of the court matchup. Took it to the king of the court. They went at it. Big Chance was up. He was up big. Came in cooking. Came in frying. Look, geeked up. Fomby was geeked up. Big Chance came out on fire, honestly. He was getting all the buckets. He had four. The others had one or two, zero. I think uh, Chance had one. So, uh, hey, this dude Fomby just decided to take over, use the footwork, one leg jumpers. And then came came back up and, and took the dub, bro. It was crazy. Fomby, bro, bro, I'm absolutely thoroughly impressed by this. Look, we talk about there's always a guy that we don't know about. Like the street ball universe is vast. Like it's so hard to keep up with everyone. So there's always a guy that comes that we don't know. Fomby, who's part of Friga Fam, just came in and absolutely showed out. I'm always thoroughly impressed by the amount of skill. Obviously. Two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, we had the big man matchup. And we expected all all bumping and grinding. But they came out was taking step backs and doing all these things. And Fomby comes out and just shows off his one-legged jumpers, bro. Like no, Fomby went. I've never seen a I haven't seen, I mean, I haven't seen a performance like that. That was crazy. That was crazy. Multiple one-leg jumpers just smacking them. I was like, whoa. I don't I don't understand it. Um, I mean, we all know there's so many good basketball players on this planet. Sometimes the guys that aren't in the league might be better than some of the guys in the league. Um, I'm just thoroughly impressed. I, I'm so surprised every week by the amount of skill that these guys possess. And it just shows the depth of this game. Like, you can go to any basketball court on earth and there's a chance there's a guy out there that can go like and we live in the hub here in southern california all the best hoopers either are here or they come here to play i i'm just like i i'm just i'm just taken aback by this it's crazy how many guys out there that can really play basketball it's 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 a crazy it's 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 just insane to me like i don't even know what to say well i'll tell you one thing damo that man Fomby could play basketball. God damn. 
Oh my gosh. I was shocked watching watching that. I was like, no, he did not even try. He the fact that he attempted that was like, oh. Okay. No, but he did it over and over again. Like, you know, that that's a finisher usually, right? Oh, sidestep, one-legged jumper. He kept doing it and kept hitting it. Like, hey, I dare you to stop me. I dare you to stop me. I dare you to stop me. Like, bro. who else does that? Like James Harden? I the only person I've seen do it consistently is Dirk Nowitzki. Uh, but his is kind of different. His was kind of like a fadeaway one legger. It wasn't like. But Dirk is Dirk. Yeah. Like I haven't seen anybody do that consistently. A one footed jumper like that. Maybe KD. I don't know. You think? That's wild. I respect the I respect the mess out of that move. That's that's big time right there. That was a big time performance. Oh yeah. So Fomby's doing a park takeover tonight. Um uh we talked about this um in the pre-show. Uh it's at AM Sports Group, um, Sill Beach. Uh it's, what time is that at? I can't see that, Daniel. Hey, it's Fomby. APM parked uh gym takeover. Um the balls life guys are gonna be there. Fomby's gonna be there. You see Monstar, uh Ty Glover, uh Bionic. Um, big chance, all of them are going to be there. 8 p.m. AIM Sports Group, Seal Beach. If you have nothing going on, or if you have nothing better going on, if you're at the crib chilling, watching Netflix, I suggest you pull up to this because me and I have been to a few park and gym takeovers. It's always turned up. No, man, I want to see Fami do the one leg jumper. I got to see it. <laughs> I got to see the one leg jumper. It depends, though, for <laughs> us if, if you sell his player or not. Yeah, if you see LA playing, I'm locked in. Popcorn, chips, water, soda, you name it. Sitting down, watching. We should have drove to Vegas, damn near, but it's all good. We, we got other things to handle, man. We're busy. Yeah, so make sure you guys, if you guys can pull up to that, you're in the area, you're in Seal Beach, Long Beach, uh, Carson, Compton, make sure you pull up to that, all right? 8 p.m., AIM Sports Group, all right? Now, we're back to my favorite game. Ball's Life All-American game is going to be back this year. May 6th, it's officially going down. Cerritos College. Can't wait. I'm so excited. I love it because I was here, I was there at a lot of these. Most of these, I was there to watch it in person. Just to see how it's evolved over the years, been crazy. Two lines are right there. What was that, bro? Stand the man, you. Derrick Jones, T. Ferg. I got to put my highlight in here. Sheesh. Oh. Yo, so I have it on good authority that invites invites have already started going out for the game. Who's the one player that you expect and want to see in this game this year? 
you know what? I want to see Mikey. I want to see Mikey out there. I think he could do something in the dunk contest. I think he could do something in the game. Like I want to see, I want to see what he does. I haven't seen Mikey in a while either. Go on, Mikey. What about you? Man, I think um I'm about to go with MMA. Controversial. Kansas commit. Marcus Adams Jr. Just reclassified to 2023. Um, you know what? He hasn't been on the big stage very much. So it's going to be one of his few times he's going to be on it before college. I'm really excited to see what he's going to do against the other elite talent. So that's my pick. I like that one because, you know, MMA got that NBA potential. So we'll see what he does. That's going to be dope to watch. All right, guys, before we move on to my favorite segment, make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Life Podcast Network and turn on your notifications, ring that bell, okay? Street ball clip of the week. Who's going to do the honors? Who's going to go first? You got it. Let me see what you got. All right, man. So this is coming back. White white dudes are evolving, all right? Every time I go on YouTube, every time I go on Instagram, I see somebody do, some white guy do something that white people weren't be able to do before. So roll this clip, all right? We're in a high school game. Um, and my oh. man, oh, look at this, bro. He just rolls, dog. Like, he said, what are you doing? Why are you jumping with me? Like, don't, do you know, like, he looked at him afterward, like, do you know who I am? <laughs> Pete. Yeah, that, that's oh. your liberty too. Well, I'm saying, man, you know, and I know, like, white man can't jump was, was based on a true story, <laughs> based on true events. And 30 years later, we got white dudes doing stuff like this. Evolution. It's a weight room. The weight room, Vertimax. Uh, we got recovery lab now. We got we got a bunch of different things now. All these players are evolving. I love it, bro. I love it. So shout out to him. I didn't really get the credit or see who it was, but whoever you are, you got major bounce. Shout out to you. Keep doing what you do. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's show my clip. My clip. Hey, man. I could watch this over and over and over and over again. <laughs> Bobby with the one leg jumper. Oh my god, the one legged threes, bro. Like, what he grabbed it and stayed on the one foot and just oh, I wish I was there live, bro. That's crazy, dog. To pioneer this and to do it consistently, look at this one. Look at this really one. Look at the way he grabbed it right here. Look, he just grabbed it. He just inbound. What do you do about that? There's nothing you can do. As a do. defender, what do you do about that? As a defender, I'm just, you know, I'll take that one to the chin. If you hit that, that's respect to you because that's a crazy, that's a circus circus shot. Like, You know, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to 24-hour fitness right now, and I'm going to test this out myself. <laughs> Check up. One-legged jumpers all day. Let's see how many I can make. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. I mean, we should probably do a segment like that, honestly. We should go videotape ourselves and see how many we hit. I'm down with that. We should do that. That would be dope content. Let's get it. Stay tuned for that next week, guys. But at this point, that's all we got for this week. Um, Be be sure you guys tune in next week for our show. We're going to be covering everything in the world of basketball. I really appreciate you guys. But that's it for us. My name is Dom. Sir, my name is Isaac. And this is Street Ball. We out.